Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it! Then we're done! And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes, get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Monday, March 20th, 2023. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. And for that, I appreciate you being in the building. Hey, Dan, my man, listen, to, look at Dan. I just got my Michelle Adore coffee brewed. Shout out to you, Dan. But I saw you talking shit later in the chat about big moves my Cowboys have made. So for all the goodwill I'm giving you here, we got beef later on in the show, Dan. But appreciate you being in the building. Marlon, Joe, Roro, Dynasty, Barry. What's up, Kate in the building? Jimbo, what's up, my guy? Jimbo in the building. Uh, Ricardo, Fizzle Dollars on the intro, Sean. What's happening? Fizzle, Ty. Ty uh, declaring the building. Tyler Pello, Patrick Price, Dave. David from across the pond. Man, it's going to be a good show today. We got a lot to talk about. We got news. We got mock drafts. We got signings. We got potential landing spots for these rookies. We got underdog. And of course, yes, damn it, we got Michelle Adoro coffee. Go to MichelleAdoroUSA.com. Get you some of this delicious coffee. Jay, I'm almost out, so they got to send me a new batch, baby. They got to send me a new batch, but you get 15% off when you use the promo code Wake Up. And this show is brought to you by Epson. Go big, go epic, go Epson, baby. Get you one of these screens. Get you this brand new ultra short throw, short throw laser projection. The LS800 is beautiful. I'm watching everything on it. March Madness, Futures March Madness, NCAA March Madness, YouTube videos. Ain't no better way to watch the wake-up show than getting you one of these Epson projectors. Visit Epson.com forward slash wake up. It is an epic experience to watch shit on your TV or on your screen every single day. I'm telling you right now, they came into the crib, hooked me up free of charge, no other way, and I'm watching stuff at my crib, man. But Jay, how you doing this morning, my friend? How you doing, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. We got uh, a fun show ahead of us. When I found this mock, courtesy of Trevor Sycamore of PFF, I was uh, excited, right? I don't think the people are going to love it because some of their really? favorite players, man, they're not going up. They're going down. Some mm. guys going up. Someone's got to go down. Mm. So I'm curious what the people think. But it was, I think the bigger thing, Ray, and the reason why we do this exercise so often is because we have to be prepared for anything, right? And that's why I think this is so vital for us. But some good news as well over the course of the weekend. And your Cowboys, like you mentioned, making waves. So I'm very excited for them. Yeah, I'm hoping see- they can right the ship. And just maybe, people... We can get the helmet back on Ray's head this yeah, season. I'm excited for it. You I never know. know. I the don't Eagles know. are good, but they're losing pieces. You know who's gaining pieces? Them Cowboys, Them baby. Cowboys, them Cowboys. Baby. I need to get a sounder. How about them Cowboys? I'm about to get I'm about to get Skip Bayless going crazy. How about them Cowboys? I'm gonna load it. I got some new sounders I want to add to the show, Jay, but we got a lot to get to. It's a three-round mock draft. Trevor Sikama, shout out to Trevor, my guy, man. Trevor's good yep. people, man. Does dope work. We got a three-round mock we want to get to. 
And I, I was thinking about it before the show, Jay. I'm like, do we have time to do a mock based on these? Because this is what I like to do. I like to look at mocks that are deeper than one round, right? And then sort yeah. of project our fantasy rookie drafts based on the capital and the landing spots. I think it's a more... I think it's a more actionable exercise than you and I just sitting back and picking our favorite players or get like, let's, let's use yeah. this as a guideline as to if it were, uh, did you spill your Michelle Adora coffee? Did you spill your shit? That happens Everywhere. once that happens. Everywhere. That ha I'll get you off. <laughs> I'll get you off the screen. That happens about once a, uh, once every quarter on wake up, there is an accident on the set. So we're going to Jay, just let me know. When you're ready, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to run through the news as you've completely uh, ruined the flow of the show. So let's just dive into it. No, no crazy Jay Rich intro. Let's just talk about some free agency news. Adam Thielen and Hayden Hurst are headed to Carolina. So I don't know how we all feel about that, but uh, Adam Thielen. Yeah, I know Barry. Did you spill it everywhere? That's that's when you know it's bad. Just get him off the screen. Let him fix that. Adam Thielen, a three-year deal. I, I have not seen the details of this contract, but I'm going to assume that it's really like a one-year deal and they can get out from Adam Thielen after this season. How much does he have left in the tank? Uh, I believe it was $10 million, uh front-loaded for the first year. Okay, so there you go. How much does Thielen have left in the tank? I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I guess if you have him, he's a perfect. I got him categorized in my rankings. I updated my dynasty ranks about a week ago. He's in like the trade throw-in category. So if I could move Thielen as another piece to give to somebody to get him off my roster, that that's what I would do. Zeke Elliott, I don't know if it's official or not, but the Cowboys do plan to release him. Um, good. Good for Dallas. Uh, you know, Zeke has been, can't, can't thank him enough for what he's done for our fantasy teams over the last five, six years. What he's done for the Cowboys, been a great player for for Dallas, but it's time to move on. And um, because of the moves that Dallas has made, we will talk about an interesting draft selection that I think is now more of a reality than it was a month ago. And I'm here for it if in case that player falls to Dallas at 28 in the draft. And we'll, uh, uh, we'll talk about that or 26, wherever the hell Dallas is picking, 26, 27, 28. Um, the Bills signed Deontay Hardy. They let go of Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, none of us really care. I don't even. I don't even know why people are still drafting. Man, Jay, we're like thirteen best ball underdog drafts in, and people are still drafting Isaiah McKenzie. Don't get it whatsoever. Deontay Foreman and Robert Tanyan signed with the Bears. So more help for Justin Fields. The Giants signed Paris Campbell. Jay, sneaky little. Uh, Sneaky little you're signing Paris Campbell there. Guy, Ray? You, you you believe? I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that I believe, but he played well last year. He played well enough to where I'm okay with seeing a little bit more. So you know they're trying to put some pieces around Daniel Jones. We're seeing that, so I'm I'm fine with it. And uh, we all patiently watched as Aaron Rodgers uh, had a half a million people on the Pat McAfee show tuned in to figure out what he was going to do. Retire, stay in Green Bay, go to the Jets. And Aaron Rodgers made it very clear he has every intention on going to the New York Jets. It's just a matter of timing, compensation. There are reports out there that the Packers want multiple first. They want a first. I don't know what it is, but it looks like Aaron Rodgers will be headed to New York at some point in time. So we can start thinking about what that offense is going to look like. And on the flip side of that, thinking about what the Green Bay Packers offense led by Jordan Love and company will look like in 2023. Jay, you good? You good?
Good enough. Good enough. We'll make it work. And then uh, Juju to the Patriots. I didn't put yeah, that in the Yeah, Juju to the Pats. But, uh, I didn't really want to talk about it because, you know, they gave him the same deal Jacoby Myers got. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of the belief that Juju's probably worth more than Myers. Maybe I'm crazy. People go ahead and tell me I'm crazy. Maybe it's just the grass is greener somewhere else with Jacoby Myers. I don't know. I'm not yeah. trying to say one is better or worse, but I, I was happy that they got Juju for the same price as Myers. I would rather have Juju than Myers. How it'll turn out, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and well, your Cowboys just, traded for Brandon. Yeah, Cal- well, I'm pretty happy about that. So let's uh, let's talk about that real quick. I think this is uh, I think this is what they needed, and I've continued to talk about the need of speed, the need for speed for Dallas's offense. Um, it's not saying that CeeDee Lamb is slow, but opposite CeeDee Lamb, when you got to go get T.Y. Hilton off his couch to come stretch the field for you, it's probably not good. Dallas made a big mistake going into the season with only CeeDee Lamb as being a viable option to throw to outside of Dalton Schultz, and this was a position of need. I really was excited about the Cowboys going wide receiver early in the NFL draft, and I think this does not—I don't think it's going to stop them from taking a wide receiver— but now with that first round pick, I don't think they are pressed to do it in round one, right? They can wait to round two, maybe round three, still need to find a wide receiver. Right now you got Dennis Houston, Simi Fajoko, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and now you add Brandon Cooks to this wide receiving core, which one and two look good, but you still could stand to have a, a, a viable number three, number four option behind Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks. But I think this is good, Jay, and you put a tweet out yesterday you know, this narrative like about Brandon Cooks. Like he's he's a good player. He's about to be a yeah. thousand yard receiver for what his fifth NFL franchise. So I'm yeah, pretty excited. That's an NFL record too. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about what, record, what yeah. Cooks can do. I saw him get drafted. He was going, man, I was catching dude like round thirteen in underdog underdog uh, best ball drafts, catching him. I saw him go in the eighth round, top of the eighth yesterday. So that ADP is skyrocketing, as Scott Connor said in our Discord, Destination Devi Discord, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you access to that Discord channel. Doesn't get you access to me and Scott. That's the Heisman tier. It's 30 bucks a month. But if you do want to get in, you go to Underdog, your first time depositor, you put in 10, you get a year access to the Destination Devi Discord for free. Uh, Jay, just talk to me about Brandon Cooks being there and what you expect out of him for fantasy. You trading them, you buying them, you're just happy to have them at this point. How are you maneuvering with Cooks? I think he'd probably still be a buy, realistically. I mean, I'm curious what the price would be. Cooks hasn't been a guy who's commanded a first for a while, so if you could get him for maybe a second and a third, early second, it's a move I would be willing to make if I was a contender, right? He's a guy, like I mentioned, when I put out the tweet, it was like, 106 targets, 65 receptions, I think uh, 1050 in terms of yardage and five touchdowns was his floor, Ray, for any new team he's ever played on outside of, I think, the year he got drafted to the Saints. So anytime he switched teams, whether it's the Pats, the Rams, or the Texans, 1,000-yard receiver with 65 receptions each of those years. So obviously for fantasy, that's fairly valuable, right? Wide receiver two, wide receiver three range. We know he's got great speed getting down the field, so that ceiling week to week is there for us if we are playing in underdog fantasy leagues. I mean, I'd be trading for a man. I think he's got a lot of upside in Dallas. I'm curious what that price tag would be. I feel like because it's Dallas and because Dak and that offense are good offense, it could get up to that first. And then I'm curious, Ray, as well, what your thoughts are on Zeke being gone because could that maybe force their hand to be a little bit more pass-heavy? They were obviously very pass-heavy under Kellen Moore last season. And the impression was, going back to Mike McCarthy, they would be a more run-heavy offense. But now getting rid of Zeke, I guess there's still the draft delay kind of that has to happen to see if they add a running back. But if they don't, 
have to imagine with Pollard, Malik Davis, and maybe a lesser guy added to the mix, maybe a veteran, they probably don't run as heavy as they would have under the circumstances we were kind of projecting initially. Would you have taken this deal? Marlon was offered the 2-5 this year for Brandon Cooks. He said no. I think I would have taken that. I don't think you're getting a first for Brandon Cooks. I, I don't I think just, you're getting a first either. Yeah, I mean, you, if you, you want to get, you're not out, getting a first. A decent you're not price. getting a first. I think that's a great price. Yeah. If, if I could have gotten it, depending on my team, I, I caveat everything that we talk about on this show. Just use the blanket disclaimer. Depending on your team, your league settings, know your league, know your roster, know your league mates. But two five, you're talking about in a, a twelve team league, you're getting the top what seventeen player in this class. Yeah. That could easily be Zay Flowers. That could be. Jalen Hyatt, potentially Zach Charbonnet, Kendra Miller, Devon A. Chain. Yeah, I would have taken two five to get out of Brandon Cooks. I think that's 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 I mean, that's better draft capital than I thought he would say. I saw somebody say a late second. So you're saying two five? Yeah, I would have uh give me the two five, no doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. Scott Trolling in the chat talking about Ronald Jones visiting uh Dallas today. Uh, I don't even I don't even want to in it. I think it is true, but I don't I don't want to acknowledge it, even though it is true. I have I have no reason to acknowledge. All right, let's get into the show, Jay. Let's talk about this three-round draft. Trevor Sikama, PFF. Go to PFF, check it out. But let's get to it and and we'll sort of as we talk through this, Jay, let's just let's just talk about where we would draft these guys or sort of put together a mental big board of where we would have these players. All right. So let's get into it. Let's talk about a PFF mock. Here we go. Round one, Carolina Panthers at the top. Right now, there's all kinds of confusion as to who they like. Smokescreen City with the Carolina Panthers. But I do think it's going to be C.J. Stroud when it's all said and done. And that's who Trevor has pegged to Carolina at 101. C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. The Texans going with Bryce Young. So the Houston Texans get their quarterback of the future. I posed a question on Twitter yesterday, Jay. If you're a Texans fan, would you rather them tank this year? Take Will Anderson, tank, and um, enter the Caleb Williams sweepstakes or take Bryce Young or whomever your QB2 is? And it seemed like the overwhelming response is they would rather uh, they would rather their Texans tank for Caleb. Collapse for Caleb is what people are calling it. The Cardinals go Will Anderson at three. And then for fantasy purposes, that's all we're really focused on. Anthony Richardson to the Colts at four. So let's just talk about three quarterbacks here, Jay. There's not really a lot of shakeup there. This is sort of what we normally see. These are the top three quarterbacks. I think they're going to be the top three fantasy quarterbacks locked in for sure. These landing spots, how would you rank, rank these three quarterbacks? These landing spots? I mean, man, that that A-Rich to the Colts one, you know I like that Pretty one. Nice. Uh, now that Carolina's adding some pieces, again, it's starting to look a little bit less yeah. bleak out there in Carolina. It's not great, Adam Thielen. We, we talked, uh, what is it, last week or the week before about how he's washed. So it's not going to go crazy over Adam Thielen, but it's better than what Justin Fields was working with early in his career, so I can't really complain about that too much. And then Bryce Young, man, I just, again, they did trade for Shaq Mason, so that was a big one for them, and they re-signed Larry Tunsil. So two massive signings yeah, Tunsil. for the Houston Texans, right? Tunsil. Yeah, he reset the market at, at left tackle, so that was huge. He I was thought players couldn't ra that represent themselves, Jay. I thought players have no business. Rep this dude's reset the tackle Maybe market twice. Maybe some just do it better than others. Maybe that's the case, right? I'm not trying to say anything names yeah, or anything, we're not, but Tunsil, we're not gonna go doing, his thing, yep, doing yep. his thing out there in the free agent market. So I would probably say I would go A. Rich, then Stroud, then Bryce Young. Um, again, Indy is just a home run landing spot for me to see A. Rich there. I really like Carolina. <sighs> Ray, I just I don't want to fade Stroud because of the situation. And that's kind of what it comes down right. to for me. If he goes to Carolina, it's going to look bad for a year, but I don't think I want to fade him entirely. 
Bryce could be great, but still for me, it's Stroud over Bryce. If Stroud is in Carolina and Bryce is in Houston, do you disagree at all? That seems to be what it's going to be. I still I, call me call me crazy, Jay, but I'm still I'm still in on Bryce, man. I, I know there are a lot of people out there, and and it's funny. Most people that are anti Bryce, they're just looking at Bryce of what they know from him over the last couple of months. I've watched this kid play, mm -hmm. man. Every time Alabama's on, first of all, we have no choice because uh, they're going to put them on CBS every damn oh, yeah. Saturday. So you got no choice, but. I've watched every snap of his career, man, even from um, his true freshman season when he only played a couple of snaps behind Mac Jones. He got in the Missouri game. I've just seen him do it in the SEC for two years, Jay, and he's done it at uh, at such an incredible clip. I'm just not worried about Bryce. I'm not. I, I, I will stand on this hill. I'll die on this mountain. If Bryce Young fails in the NFL, I do not I do not believe it's going to be because he's 5'10", 195 pounds. Like, I don't think that's going to be the reason why he fails at the NFL if he does do that. You all know at this point, uh, for I'm talking about scoring fantasy points, not winning goddamn championships. Anthony Richardson's going to be my... If, if he gets the capital, right? You don't I, I got, say that anymore. Come no, on, he's there. No, he's he's got, projected there. Nope, he's right there. Nope, nope. Malik was projected here in August, April of last year. If A. Rich gets the capital, he's going to be my QB1. There's no... There's no Stroud. There's no Young for me. There's no Levis. If Anthony Richardson is the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft, he will be QB1 for me for fantasy. Um, I would probably go Richardson, Young, then Stroud. I think Stroud is incredible. I think they're all in the same tier. They all have their warts. They all have their pluses. But I'll continue to say it until the NFL draft. If he gets the capital, he's going to be my QB1. Let's move down the board. Let's move down the board. We've got some defenders. And here we go. Las Vegas Raiders select Will Levis, the quarterback out of Kentucky, and I know they signed Jimmy Garoppolo. What a handsome man. Jimmy Garoppolo, just he just looks like Vegas. He looks like money, dog. I'm just like, here we go. My second team got a quarterback, baby, and they're probably going to draft another quarterback because I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to preclude or, or stop the Raiders from investing long-term at the position. I think Jimmy's, Jimmy's deal is what? Isn't it like a... Essentially, Basically a one-year deal. One deal. deal, yeah. Front-loaded deal. Yeah. yeah. Very. Front I don't know, man. This one year. if if Levis hits the Raiders and Superflex, you could see this dude falling probably to one ten. You might be able to snag yeah. him one ten, one eleven, one twelve potentially, depending on the league. So he's got the capital. If he falls that far, Jay, I'm still in on Will Levis. If he wants to fall that far, he's a first-round quarterback. Sign me up with Will Levis and. uh this is the spot where I really don't want to see any rookie quarterback go. So, Detroit, you got uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson today. Please take Will Levis, Detroit. Just let him sit behind golf for a year, man. Let him sit behind golf for a year. Please do not want to see him in Vegas. Look at the Bears. The Bears just trade down, still get their man Jalen Carter, who the uh, the Schmear campaign is on Carter, couldn't finish oh. his workouts. Uh oh. Yeah, dude. his workout though, sucking Ray. air. You didn't that watch the workout. Get the, hey, you I watched saw the one clip. I saw you the highlights, saw one, and it was not good. You saw was, one clip. You saw don't hey man, don't BS Ray, me. You saw Ray, one clip. Right, you got one job to do. You and saw you show one up, clip. You show up up ten pounds, and it doesn't matter if it's one clip. It looked bad, and you could say it's one clip. And I saw three or four that 
Again, this guy's supposed to be a top you saw 10 pick. One clip. And, you, and you just admitted he's out here sucking air at his pro day. Come on, man. Like, you got to do better than that. You just have to, right? You just have to. These are top 10 picks we're talking about. You saw one Twitter clip, and it now and now his entire workout. Now you didn't see no damn three clips. Get out of and here, Jay. Wasn't Cody Get out of here in the building confirming the reports? Man, he all was right. Just let's, a little let's, sluggish. Let's go down the list. Tennessee, Paris Johnson. The only reason I want to highlight the tackle here, Jay, is uh, because that's good for the running game. Whoever's running the ball in Tennessee, which it may not be Derrick Henry at the rate that the Titans are. Uh, Quiet quitting for Caleb Williams as well, as I've called it. The Texans get Bryce Young some help. They get your boy Peter Skaronsky here. We know you yes, grind sir. that O-tackle tape. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers some help with Broderick Jones. And then we scroll down the board, and uh, we're going to have Jackson Smith and Jigba, right? JSN, 20th overall to the Seattle Seahawks. This is a um, a common pairing that we see quite a bit. You get JSN yeah. to learn alongside DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And Noah Fant there, Geno Smith, who's already been open to saying he's there to help whatever rookie quarterback they decide to draft. I like the spot for JSN. I think he's going a little high right now, according to Best Ball ADP over on Underdog. I think he's going a little high for what he's going to produce in a seasonal league because as long as Lockett and Metcalf are there, I see no world in which JSN out-targets either of those guys. I feel like people right now in Underdog are, are drafting for Dynasty and not drafting for Redraft. I don't... I don't know what he would do this year per se, but moving forward, 2024 season and beyond, would love this fit of JSN to Seattle. All right. We got the Minnesota Vikings, and I love, love, love this pick of Quentin Johnston to the Minnesota Vikings. With Adam Thielen gone, I know there's a lot of love for K.J. Osborne, but if I have K.J. Osborne, I'm not looking at my wide receiver core saying I'm solid. Like Justin Jefferson, yeah. K.J. Osborne, I'm good. Would they need a wide receiver two in the worst way? Um, in my mind, I'm like, man, Jordan Addison. But Jordan Addison is sort of like a Justin Jefferson, right? Not as good, not nearly as good, but a technician, a route god, you know, can do those type of things. Quinn Johnson brings a different element to that offense that I think would be a great compliment to Justin Jefferson. And I think this would be good for all parties. I think it would be good for Jets. I think it would be good for Kirk Cousins, TJ Hawkinson, and Quentin Johnston. This is a this is a home run fit for me for for QJ in uh, Minnesota. Jay, I absolutely love it. And then we see at twenty five, the New York Giants get another slot. Just slots everywhere. Paris Campbell slot. Sterling Shepard Black slot. Uh, uh, who else? Isaiah Hodges runs a lot of his stuff out of the yep. slot. And now they bring in uh, Jay Flowers, who could run in or out. Um, I'm not going to call him just a slot guy, but he's not an X, so maybe the Z backside receiver to Daniel Jones is left. Um, People say Antonio Brown, Ray. Come on, give him some credit. He can play the X. Come on. He's only 5'9", 183, but come I don't on, think he's. X. I don't think he's an X. I think he's more of a Z in a slot. So And the, well, yeah. Wandell. I forgot about Wandell Robinson. So they're just the, the yeah. land of small receivers in New York. But I like the fact Wandell's not going to be ready to start the season torn ACL. Yeah. Get Daniel Jones some help. The Giants are making moves this offseason. I like the Paris Campbell signing. What are your thoughts on QJ to Minnesota and Zay Flowers to the Giants? I like the QJ signing or the QJ draft spot better. Uh, I think the fit is very good. Like you mentioned, they know, and I think they've already kind of admitted, they need a better wide receiver, a wide receiver two 
with Justin Jefferson. I'd be curious how they would utilize both players because I'm not really sure whether they would kind of switch levels or kind of play all over the place. I think to your point about Addison, he fits better because Jets could just run the deep routes. Um, as And Addison can run deep, but probably would primarily run intermediate routes, short routes. But QJ would add a different element because he can do a bit of everything. And so I'd be yeah. curious how they would deploy them. But to your point, yeah, I think it would be great for QJ. He'd probably have a pretty high A dot with Kirk. And then it may bring down Jets's a little bit to where he could catch more passes, which sounds crazy with how great a season was. But he was running a lot of deep routes because there just wasn't a lot of guys stretch the field in Minnesota last season. And then Zay, just honestly, it's for me, it's good for Daniel Jones. I'm not sure how he would fit within this cluster of all these guys, because even unless they bring in like a big dog at receiver, I just feel like it's going to be Waller and then everything else will be split up amongst all the different guys. So we'll kind of see how that works out. I'm not sure if any of these guys, unless it's QJ, can really make a difference on this offense and command those targets. I think it's going to be spread around a little bit. So I, I could be curious. Do you think that people will be disappointed in Zay's first season because there's so many options there for to get the ball to where maybe he doesn't perform as well as you hope simply because there's so many different guys to get the ball? That's just kind of um, how I see it. I mean, I think it's just what's your expectation, man. It's Waller. I still... I'm on the hill. Isaiah Hodgins is not going away. All right? He's, he's not, not, he's not, he's going, not away. going away. They bring in Darren Waller. I I, I just want to say this. What I think this is Joe. I, I've been asking who the hell is Little Miss yeah, GM. That's I think Joe. That's, that's Joe. That's all right. Joe. Joe said Zay Flowers is a wide receiver I do not like at all, but will draft because others like him. It's an important aspect in Dynasty. Sometimes, Jay, like I'm not a big Zach Evans guy. Not a big Zach Evans guy, but I know there are other people in my league who love him to death. So yeah. if he's in the range, I'm not going to reach for him, but I will gladly draft and use that as a trade ship, right? Because I know my league mates like him. Very savvy dynasty move right there of drafting the player mm -hmm. that other people love, even if you don't like him that much, right? And the opposite end of that spectrum is, Jay, you don't have to reach for a guy that you love knowing that and all no your likes. other league mates hates, right? Your league mates hate Will Levis. They um, you know, they, they there are players every draft where they just they the fantasy community by and large. It's getting to that point, it feels like with Bryce Young, Jay. It is as I'm listening to more analysts talk, yeah. I'm they're like out on BY. Completely yeah. out. Too little, not enough arm strength, which again, I hear that and I'm like, you didn't Crazy. watch one one damn game of Alabama to even utter those words, but you got to be mindful about that and be careful, man. So let's move on down the board. Give me a drum roll, Jay. Oh. Drum roll. Oh. Oh. I'm here for it, Jay. I'm here for it. The Dallas Cowboys at 26 draft B. John Robinson out of Texas. Jay. Is he there, Ray? That's my thing. I don't think he's there. I don't there. think he's going to be there. I don't there. think he's there. This I don't think is, he's going to be there. This is it's pipe dream at this point. But <laughs> what have I been dream. saying? I've been saying Dallas needs a receiver. Dallas needs a cornerback. Well, what did they do over the past week? Trade for Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. So they're and good there now. And Stephon Gilmore, 90th percentile in all coverage grades. Man, slot, zone, doesn't matter. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league still. And the beautiful thing about Stephon Gilmore is Dallas does not need him to operate as a number one corner. Play number two, you got Trayvon Diggs. They brought back their entire safety room. Donovan Wilson is back. Israel is back. Malik Hooker is back. Kayvon, Javon Curse is back. So their entire secondary unit, they found a steal in Deron Bland last year who looks like 
just a utility guy that's going to have a 15-year career in the NFL, 10-year career, 15 is F pushing it, but 10-year career in the NFL, you get Gilmore to play that CB2 slot opposite of Diggs, that's no longer a first-round need. You trade for Brandon Cooks, it's no longer a first-round need. I mean, could they could they need interior defensive line. They need some O-line help. But if B. John yeah. Robinson is here at 26, Dallas will not pass him up. I can guarantee I you this. So and I do not believe, just ears to the ground here in Dallas, a lot of people thinking Tony Pollard's about to be the guy. They're gonna they're nice. they are drafting a running back. Bet that. Write it down, etch it in stone, tattoo it on your forehead. They're, they're drafting a running back probably sooner rather than later. I do not believe they want to go into the season with Tony Pollard handling the rock 320 times. It's just not happening, dog. It's not happening. So Bijan goes to Dallas. Let's just let's just talk about this, right? I think at this point, Jay, he, he's 101. I, I talk about a conversation oh, yeah. for a quarterback going 101 in super flex, right? Not I'll continue to say. Depending on your league, depending on your format, conversation can be had. But conversation, if Bijan goes to Dallas, is over, and he's the one Zero bias here, just making sure no, that we're I, I talking. Think in, you're right. You got like, a good you This got is a good assuming offense. A. Rich going to the Colts. Okay, so that's still a pretty good spot. But Bijan to the Cowboys, a little different. A little different for me, too. I'm no, I'm, it's not. I mean, this is, again, there's nobody... There's nobody that would fade this landing spot. Not, not a soul in fantasy. It's still a good offensive line with Tyler Biotis, Tyler Smith. They're bringing back Tyron Smith. They've got Terrence Steele on the right and Zach Martin on the right. Still a good offensive line. An ascending offense. you got two wide receiver threats on the outside. I like the young tight ends, uh, Peyton Hendershot and Jake Ferguson. You've got Tony Pollard. You draft the Bijan Robinson. Uh, running lanes should be a plenty. For Bijan. So I think, mm -hmm. yeah, conversation, conversation ends. Bijan Robinson to the Cowboys, to the Bengals, to the Bills. I mean, for most, for 95% of leagues, he's probably going to be your 101. But what I'm trying to do is get us to think, Jay. I mean, realistically, man, we look back, Jay, over the last five years, name a running back outside of 2022, where three years later, you'd rather them over the top rated quarterback from that class. You won't find it. So, it's just, it's an interesting, it's bigger than Bijan. My question to you all, people, talk. Look, can I holler at y'all for a minute, people? Can I holler at, can we, can we talk, family, for, for a hot second? Why, and, and my question is this, Jay. The NFL, look at the contracts that these running backs are getting right now in the NFL. One-year deals, three-year, 11 million. They're paying them pennies, man. You're seeing Jacoby Myers and... Paris Campbell and these Darius Slayton making more money than Saquon Barkley this year, right? The NFL continues to tell us that we don't give a damn about this position, right? If we got you, we'll use you. But we're not signing you to some long-term deal. We're not giving you the six-year, $90 million deal that we gave Zeke. We're not doing this anymore. The NFL continues to tell us that we don't care about running backs, yet we build our rosters around that position in fantasy and we hold on and we think they're going to last. I, I mean, I, in our league, Jay, Discord, I can't sell Jonathan Taylor. I sent yeah. them out for a mid first. I'm getting auto declines. JT, nobody wants, just thought experiment. Crazy. Right now there's a little more in the deal, but people don't want JT. They don't want Saquon Barkley. They don't want to trade for your Brees Hall. It's just one injury, Javonta Williams goes to the net from the next thing smoking to get him off my rock. 
why do we continue? Like, is this, is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know, family. Just, just talk to me. I, I just, it's fascinating how we salivate over a position that the NFL is like, we don't care. We will cycle through these guys every single year. Every year. Yeah, right. It's really interesting because uh, for us, right, running backs, one of the most important positions, they score the most points in terms of ceiling in a lot of formats and especially in a lot of kind of like regular league, standard PPR leagues, like RBs are king. So if you have the best running backs, you're set. But in two years, your team is dead because there's just no long-term value or security with just about any of these guys. And like you talked about with JT, two years ago, he's RB1 three first minimum. That's your starting price. Now the dude, maybe you could get two firsts if you're lucky or a first and a pretty good player. Maybe, maybe. These assets are truly, from the moment they get drafted, depreciating. And I think in the case of Bijan, if you have them, you pretty much have to sell them after year one. If you want to maximize your return, you pretty much have to sell them after year one. Because after that, his value is only going down. And And the chance of him getting injured is obviously very high. Playing running back, it's just, it's unfortunate. But that's why we build our teams around quarterbacks and wide receivers. Everybody, oh, the, the Eagles are going to draft Bijan at 10. They're a smart franchise. They're not drafting no Bijan at 10. They're going to sign Rashad Penny for $3 million and and bring nope. back Boston Scott for $2 million and just give Ken. They're just going to run a three-man committee. I'm not, I'm not spending the top 10 pick on any running back. I think it's bad, bad football move. Now, if you're ready to go, you're at 26, and you see a talent like this there, I'm not, I'm not saying that you pass on that player. Just asking the question, baby. I'm just asking. Let's move on down the board. Let's get to round one of the Buffalo Bills. I love Osiris Torrance. This is a guy that I walked away from the Senior Bowl very impressed with, and I think he'd be a big help for Buffalo. Josh Allen, the running game, the passing game. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals get the big athletic tight end, Darnell Washington. Big wash out of Georgia. We know they need a tight end. Right now, they have nobody, right? They're, literally, they have nobody there, I guess. Drew Sample is still there, I believe, but yeah. uh, they're going to upgrade the tight end position. And it's interesting is Wash the first tight end off the board. I think he's the, I don't think we've seen one come off the board. Yeah. So far, so, yeah. yeah. Tight end one, Darnell Washington, according to Trevor Sikkim right here to Cincinnati. That'd be a great fit. The Saints get Kalaja Kansi and then the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. Dalton Kincaid, tight end of Kincaid. Utah, to Kansas City. Ray, mm. when is he going to play, man? When's Travis mm. Kelsey retiring? Damian Parson, what's up, DP? DP, let's go. Shout out Draft Network, man. DP is uh, DP is locked in. I'm telling voice for the voiceless. That's what DP says full-time. Dame, Jay, Dalton Kincaid to Kansas City, Darnell Washington to uh, the Bengals. Where are you going? Tight end one. Who do you think fantasy would put his tight end one? It'd be Kincaid, right? It'd be Kincaid. It would probably have to be Kincaid. It'd be Kincaid. Yeah. They'd put Kincaid, Kincaid over Wash. Yeah. But how, what is what is his volume? I wouldn't look do like? that. Right? What does his volume look like? Because I think there could be potential more opportunity, especially in the red zone in Cincinnati. Oh, of course. But again, like with Kelsey getting his ten touchdowns, and they're gonna run for touchdowns, like. I'm just curious how they would use Kincaid. I think they would use him effectively, but I'd be curious what his value looks like. And, you know, they have, like, Noah Gray, and they use all these tight ends, but Kincaid would hopefully be a guy who's on the field 70% of snaps, hopefully. Yeah. Assuming he can block well, decently. Okay, so I believe, and don't quote me on it, you know, GQ will throw some fake news out there from time to time, but I think Travis Kelsey's snap share 
actually went down this year. I think he he played less. Okay. I mean, he was still great. I believe, and I'm not saying it went down drastically like he's, but it seemed like they were uh, managing his reps a little bit more this year. You know, Kelsey's 33. It's better to have him for the long yeah, run there. than in the middle. But I, I I believe snap share went down a little bit for Kelsey. I believe, which doesn't matter because he's still a stud. I'm not saying that as a negative, but maybe. Maybe they do want somebody to kind of take the load off of him a little bit. Not too much, but just a little bit, right? Like, we don't need Trav out there doing this when we're going to run when Pacheco's about to slam in the back of one of our linemen. Let's get let's get uh, Kelsey out of there before Pacheco puts a, a helmet in his lower back. I, it'd be a good spot, man. I think in, in tight end premium leagues, Kincaid would be vaulted and catapulted probably. Probably knowing community, how they feel, and... A lot of people have Dalton Kincaid as tight end one. You might see him at the so back of the where first, man. I think people not in would a premium him. league, non-premium, in just, just a PPR, in, just a PPR, yeah. mid second. Okay, mid second. Yeah, you know, for me, I've been right around like two five, two six. I think you can make the case for certain landing spots and certain players, and I think Dalton Kincaid in Kansas City is one of those spots for sure. So I'm with you. I think mid second would be about right. Is Kincaid a good blocking tight end? Not really. No. Not really. He gets comped to Kelsey a lot, though. I think it was, he was can't, Jeremiah you want him, who recently he's, comped he's, to Kelsey. He's lighting the ass, man. You want him running routes and not blocking a whole yeah. bunch. So I'm, I think mid-second is where in a regular PPR league, that'd be like the earliest that I would take him. It's like mid-second, 2-7, 2-6 range for Dalton mm -hmm. Kincaid. So um, interesting landing spots in round one. I really do like uh, Washington to Cincinnati. That. And that'd be good oh. for Burrow because he he's another yeah. protector there for Joey B. So I, I really like that spot right there. So we saw one running back, uh, two wide receivers, two tight ends, a bunch of quarterbacks. That was really it in round one of this uh, of this mock. We got two more to get through, so let's hit round two. Jay, lead us off with round two. What do we got? We have Jameer Gibbs to the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, you skipped 30, 33. Oh, I couldn't see that one. Houston Texans take tight end Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, Ray. Tight end three for Michael Mayer. What a fall mm -hmm. from grace for that guy. Real mm -hmm. unfortunate. And then we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking tight end Luke Musgrave at 38. And the Carolina Panthers selecting wide receiver Josh Downs, Ray. Of these four players, who do you want to talk about? Because Jameer Gibbs is probably the most interesting, especially the highest in terms of projected draft capital right now for us in fantasy leagues. But some interesting landing spots for these other players Let's start with Jameer in Arizona and kind of go from there. I like it. I don't love it, but I like it a lot because I mean, Arizona's going to be bad, man. They're going to be bad. I think Arizona will be... I Just know you heard it here first. They are going to trade Kyler and draft Caleb Williams. I think this could be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. And yeah. if they're in a position to draft Caleb Williams, they are not going to, they will figure out a way to ship off Kyler Murray. And to be quite honest with you, if you're an NFL franchise, uh, I would want Kyler Murray. When he's locked in, he's one of the best quarterbacks on the yeah. field. So I, I think they're I think they're in a race for Caleb Williams. So I think this is, it'd be a move to where we wouldn't realize the full Gibbs this year, um, but maybe next year with a rookie quarterback, some changes, Gannon gets his offense in place. It could be all right. Uh, Texans get mayor. I think that's good for Bryce Young. Get your yeah. young, and that's a, that's another spot that we're not talking about. You get your young quarterback, a, a tight end weapon like this, that's good for Michael Mayer moving forward. 
I love Luke Musgrave to Las Vegas with Will Levis. Love it. Yep. And they have love this fit. Like, love this fit of Musgrave. And he probably would get a chance to get on the field early. And even if that's Jimmy Garoppolo, we know Jimmy liked him some George Kittle. You get a big yep. athletic tight end. Like, this is this would be the most ideal landing spots to freaking for these tight ends for us for rookie drafts. I mean, you, you, shit, Jay, I can make a case. Wash, Kincaid, Musgrave, and Mayer should all be top 20 picks outside yeah. of tight end premium. Just they're going to be fed and given opportunities. It's a great tight end class. Great tight end class. Downs to Carolina. Could he be the wide receiver one? Uh, Could you no. see that? 100 targets, maybe? Uh, I don't know, man. He's got C.J. Stroud throwing the ball? I want Terrace Marshall to be a thing. You know in these underdog drafts, I've been hammering Terrace Marshall. Yeah. I want him to be a thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's fine. You have any Josh Downs shares right now in underdog? No? I have zero Josh Downs shares. Zero Josh. Well, zero Josh. I mean, Trevor's saying maybe you should change that. Yeah, he's got the capital to matter. If he goes 39 to Carolina, that uh, that matters. Let's scroll down the board a little bit, Jay, and we get Deshaun John Watson. Schmitz. Yeah, John nice. Michael Schmitz, the Tennessee, just loading up that old line, for getting ready for Caleb, right? Trying. Getting yeah. ready for uh, Quinn Ewers. Whoa. Whoa. All right, Oof. we got Cleveland going with Jordan Addison out of USC. We also have uh, – that's it for this subset. We got Cleveland taking Jordan Addison, Jay, and um, – I know you love Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'm, I'm not. I'm are not you a little, this pick, right? Are you a little nervous for your DPJ? Pick. Are you a little nervous for your DPJ? I don't know if I'm nervous because they're very different, but Addison could definitely take his job. And you know whose job he could definitely take? David Bell's. Probably one of the funniest oh. podcasts I've ever heard oh, was Scott Connor going off about how bad David Bell was last no. season. I forget the episode of Destination Dynasty, but holy crap, he was at the bottom just about every category. It'd be great for Watson. It'd be okay if you have DPJ, and I think Amari Cooper would be just fine. So I, I'm fine with it. I think as the offense transitions to more of a pass-heavy approach, which they've talked about this offseason with Watson, getting him more help, I think that it would be a pretty good spot for Addison. I'd be curious how he fits in. I'd be curious about how they ultimately utilize him, whether he'd be more of an outside threat or more of a slot threat for them, and just say, kick David Bell to the curb, basically. But it's a good fit, and I think... For everyone who has Watson, they'd be very happy with this uh, draft slot for Jordan Addison. But a big drop uh, from the 20s. Well, We've seen him in previously. I want to give Damian Parson some credit here because he took a lot of shit. There was a couple of mocks ago. I think he was the first person I've seen have Jordan Addison outside of the first round was DP. Okay. Most people still, I'm seeing mocks with him still at 12. You see, I got a USC helmet right there. Love me some USC. But I'm not taking him no top 15. DP was the first person, the first analyst that I've seen mock Jordan Addison outside of round one. And I think this is probably an appropriate spot for him. Like, if I'm being real, oh, yeah. based on his his frame, what he did at the combine, sort of this, I think he's probably like a high second round pick. And that's still great capital. But I think Deshaun Watson would be happy. I think this is a good fit. He could play opposite Amari Cooper. I don't think he would be the number two right away. I still think that would be Donovan Peoples-Jones. You let yeah. him operate as that slot three, work in with Watson. Maybe they can develop him to be a little bit more down the line and 
You know, they don't have to pay Amari Cooper again. I don't know what they would do. Maybe it could be an Amari Cooper replacement, right? So I like this spot for for Jordan Addison as well. But yes, a little bit of a fall for Addison. Now, you ready for some pants off? And let's have a conversation how the Dynasty community would feel about this pick. Let's do it. Let's scroll up. And here we go. 53 overall. Jalen Hyatt with Justin Herbert. All right. We got Jalen Hyatt, 53 to the Chargers. We have Hendon Hooker, 55 to the Lions. Jay, talk to me. So, I mean, we seen Hyatt go in the first round in a lot of mocks to the same Chargers. So clearly the fit, regardless of the draft capital, is there. And people's team seem, sorry, to agree with that. I think this would be a really good spot for him. And so, but Ray, if he's now a second round pick and not a first round pick, would he still be drafted top of the second? Or would he fall to like mid-second in some of these rookie drafts? Because Zay Flowers, first round pick, Quinn Johnston, first round pick, Jordan Addison drafted ahead of him. Could you make the case for Hyatt ahead of Addison in this case? Yeah, and I'll tell you right now, at cost, well, well, first of all, if this happened, I think his ADP would move up some. I would have as much Jalen Hyatt as possible because right now, right now, as as his skill set currently sits, I don't want to call him a one-trick pony, but the trick that he has is pretty good, right? He's not as fast as we thought, but play speed, time speed, we can argue that and how that looks, but... If they draft Jalen Hyatt, I want as much Jalen Hyatt, especially in best ball. I'm drafting him every single time in underdog drafts right now because I want that boom capability. Um, uh, Joe said it. I like it. Nuclear-powered Herbert with Hyatt. I would love it. I would love it. And I actually, Jay, I'm not the biggest Hendon Hooker fan personally. Oh, no. I'm not. No, Ray, don't I'm say I'm not, it. but I like the fit in Detroit. I do like yeah, the fit well. in Detroit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better this year. There are there are no players in this class that I just hate. You know what I mean? Like I just dislike them, think they're god awful. I, I don't there's some players I like more than others, no doubt about it. And I'm not the biggest Hendon Hooker fan, but I'm also aware that if he gets this capital, and I think this is around where Jalen Hurts was drafted in the 50s, if I could recall back to 2020. I like this. There's no pressure to get him on the field at all, at all in 2023. And there's not even pressure, to. depending on what they do with Goff. Now, they're paying Goff dirt cheap right now. What is Goff getting paid, like $30 million a year? Less than 30 million. Less than 30 M. So Goff is going to want a bigger deal. And he's only like 28 years old. That's true. This could give them a golf out. This could give them a golf out. I'm not the biggest hooker fan, but I believe in what they're doing in Detroit. I love the talent that they have there up front. I like what they're doing defensively. I would like this spot for Hendon Hooker. Dynasty Barry said Hooker would be an early second based on this mock, and some people would reach for him in the late first, no doubt in my mind. I think people would. I think people would, Jay. And, um... We just see Chicago tooling up, more offensive line help. Cowboys get Trenton sent. Oh. Not in an IDP league, but if if you, if you can get Trenton Simpson to Dallas, they brought Leighton Anderson, Leighton Vander Esch back, this would be great. All right, that is it for a oh, freaking Eagles no my for, boy. I say no love for Sidney Brown? Oh, yeah. No. The Eagles. Sidney Brown would up. be dead to me if he goes to Philadelphia, and I love Sidney Brown, but damn it, the Eagles don't need any more help. So, no, I don't want it. 
Ooh, Jay, you ready for round three? I'm I, ready, man. We We've are, been waiting. Uh, we're doing a mock off of this mock. We're doing a mock off of this mock. All right, round three, Jay. Chicago Bears kick it off. Go ahead. Jack Who they draft? Charbonnet, running back out of UCLA. Ray, we've been saying it. How long have we been saying it? RB3 has to be. Has to be RB3. If he's not, I'll be devastated. <laughs> but the Bears, one of the most run-heavy teams in the NFL, trying to rebuild their offensive line, even though they keep getting outbid in free agency. But bring in Zach Charbonnet. They do have Deonta Foreman, who will get his work. Khalil Herbert will get his work. Hooray. Zach Charbonnet could easily win this job. All respect to Deontay Her- <laughs> All Foreman and Herbert. All, All respect. respect. Zach Charbonnet could win this job easy. Easy. I won't say easy. I won't say easy. easy. Still gotta learn. He's still gotta learn it. He's still a rookie. They didn't pay Foreman much, but my goodness. Um what I love about these hypothetical situations for Chicago is they are truly following the same path that the uh, Philadelphia Eagles took with Jalen Hurts. Now, yeah, trying to. They're not as good as AJ Brown. What few players are, but they're saying, you know what, Justin, we're giving you this year. Because here's the here's the craziest thing about Chicago, Jay. Here's you want to hear the craziest thing about Chicago is. If Carolina is dog shit, which they very well could be this year, yeah, they could have Carolina's 101 next year. They could. They could. But they play in a bad division, too. So we'll see. We'll and see. If they, but, yeah, you're to your point. They, they'll if, have the ammo, if they're bad, to go up. To go, or, have the ammo. or be there. Or be there for yeah, Caleb, or be right? There. Yeah, or for be Caleb there. or May. Um, I like Charbonnet of Chicago. <laughs> With all that being said, yeah. I like Charbonnet of Chicago. Uh, we've got Denver going with uh, the wide receiver from Tennessee. A lot of people say he's the better wide receiver, Cedric Tillman, here oh. in the third round. Um, Thor Nystrom has, has talked about that quite a bit, saying Tillman is and always was the better prospect. He just got hurt last year, which he did get hurt. And I was a big Cedric Tillman fan before he got hurt. Um, but Denver taking Cedric Tillman here would probably signal one of Judy or Cortland Sutton is going to be gone soon. So yeah. there goes yeah. that for Tillman. And then we've got Tank Dell in the third round to the New Orleans mm-hmm. Saints. Tank Dell. NFL yeah, doesn't care that it, he's 160. I told you they don't give a damn. Well, this is interesting, actually, because of the signing of Deontay Hardy to the Bills, right? Tank Dell kind of would fill that speed role. He could return punts. That's what Hardy used to do for the Saints. I kind of like this in terms of a team fit. I'm curious how people feel about it for fantasy. Another deep option, maybe allow Olave to work a little bit more in the intermediate. But... You know, I don't mind it. I think it's pretty good. And then you have Tennessee taking Michael Wilson, Ray. Big senior bull riser. Surprised to see him up in the third round. Three senior bull guys in a row, actually, with Darius Rush going to the Raiders, Nathaniel Dell to the Saints, and then Tennessee taking Michael Wilson. I don't know if it does much for me in terms of fantasy value, but one that would be fun, Ray, is Tajay Spears going to the Houston Texans. What the heck would we do with Damian Pierce if Tajay Spears is over in Houston? Now, it's important to point out Atlanta, Ray, has Tajay Spears scheduled for a top 30 visit? That was reported just yesterday. So that's really interesting because Atlanta, not a team we expected to be in the RB market, but still doing their due diligence on a Tajay Spears. But if he did go to Houston, oh boy, that two-headed backfield of Damian Pierce and Tajay Spears be would filthy. be great for Bryce Young. Filthy. Peter Skaronsky up front, Bryce Young, Nico Collins, John Mechie, I would like this for Tajay Spears. I think it'd be a two-headed monster. I do not believe Damian Pierce is about to get all the work. They didn't want to give him all the work last year. No one's getting all the work. 
In today's NFL, there are no bell cows. There are very few just turn around and hand Derrick Henry the ball 80% of the time. Very few of those situations exist. I would like this a lot. And Tajay Spears coming off the board as RB4. I'm ranked as my RB4 in the class, Jay. I don't, it wouldn't yep. shock me if he's the third or fourth running back off of the board. He conducted his pro day, did well at his pro day. He's aced every step of the pre-draft process. And I think the last thing for Tajay Spears is day two capital. So this would be great. And I think if he goes to Houston at 73 overall, you're looking at a back-end first, early second-round pick in rookie drafts. I think that's how people would um would value him. So I do like that. I'm with you with Tank Dell. Michael Wilson, good player. Player that I'd say 90% of people, 95% of people had no clue. Who he, I didn't know who he was. Like, just being real. Yeah, I had no clue who he was. And uh, he's aced every step of his process. Fantastic senior bowl. Smashed the combine. And it looks like the Capitals on his way for, uh, for Michael Wilson. Jay, we scroll down the board. And we get a tight end to Green Bay to help out Jordan Love, Sam Laporta, man. I love it. I love Sam Laporta to Green Bay. We have Devon A-Chain, 82 overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like A-Chain, I'm just— The spot is not great. I'm just trying to be realistic, Jay. Like, he ran fast. I think he's a much better running back than people give him credit for. But he's 5'8", 185, right? So wh- where would you take him if he got drafted here? He feels like, at best, a mid-second with this you yeah. know, mid-third-round capital. Maybe. I guess it's maybe slightly still early third-round I'll tell you capital. right now, I'm taking all the running backs in this round, Spears and Charbonnet over him. I'm taking Jalen Hyatt. I'm taking Jalen Hyatt over it. There's a guy later I made. T- I just... I love him, but I'm trying to. It's not a. It's about looking at these situations and being real, man. Um, it's just tough. It's tough with that type of player because he could be boom or bust for you. Um, let's scroll down the board a little bit. Miami Dolphins take Tyler Scott, wide receiver out of Cincinnati. Uh, we've More got that one. For More speed. We've got Tucker yep. Craft going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know they brought back wow, nice. uh, Evan Ingram, but just getting. Just getting uh, Trevor Lawrence more weapons, right? Getting Trevor yeah. Lawrence more weapons, more weapons. Uh, we've got Parker Washington going to the Philadelphia Eagles, a name that I have not seen at all. But I want to touch on Chase Brown, 91 overall to the Buffalo Bills, Chase Brown, right? We've got Chase Brown there to the Bills. I like the spot, Jay. I like the spot. I like the spot. How valuable is he, though? Would he be overdrafted? Probably. 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 Could you but... take could you take him early second? I think that's that's the range where if you're if you really want Chase Brown, I think that's probably if he's on Buffalo. Oh, the problem is, Ray, is I don't know how much better he is than what Devin Singletary was. He he could be a yeah, better I'm not, running back. I, I'm he profiles not, as a better running uh, back, but I don't know if he would yeah. produce much more than Singletary did. And so that's why he could potentially be overdrafted. But I love the fit. And he's not a guy that we've seen drafted in the th- second, third round of some of these drafts. But yeah, the fit is good. And it would be a great spot. I'd just be curious how people thought about it. And he probably, in the end of it, ends up being a little overdrafted. Jay said this, Joe said the same thing. Oh, he's the thumper. I mean, yeah. I don't know how much he's better replacing, he, he's, he's he could replacing, be replacing Zach Moss. The, I like that. And then the, James I, Cook will still, he'll still be a factor there, right? Yeah, I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. I like Chase Brown a lot, but, um, I think Parker Washington sneaky. They need to find a better number three over Quez Watkins, who smoked the ball in the uh, 
in the Super Bowl that would have put them yeah. right like inside the 10-yard the line to score. They need a better number three, and I think Parker Washington provides that. The Commanders take Rasheed Rice, comp pick. I like it. You know, late third for Rasheed Rice. I'm not mad at it yeah. at all. And that is the Morris final offensive player in this three-round mock, Jay. So some names that um, we talk about that we didn't see in this mock. Who did we not see in this mock that we always talk about on this damn I mean, show? There's no Zach Evans, no Kendra Miller, right? It's the running backs, mostly. No Sean. Did you see Sean Tucker's round? homemade pro day? No. You didn't see it? Was it good? No? <laughs> Not good? Oh. Your face kind of says it all. I don't know, man. I mean, the numbers look... I mean, he did it himself. He literally took an iPhone and set up a tripod and oh, did his... Uh, it. As a producer, you would you would you would. That's cringe. a fifth round pick, right there. It was That's, it was yeah. made in iMovie. I guarantee you, it was made in iMovie or GarageBand. I guarantee you, yeah. it was made. It was a PowerPoint presentation that you make in the eighth grade. I'm not bullshitting. I'm like, come on, you couldn't get Syracuse to do, you couldn't get Syracuse to do this. Like what? So first of all, he couldn't participate in the. He's got like a medical thing. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. There's some I'm morning seeing, Jim Beheim, right? There's, they got I, stuff going on right now. I would leave. I don't think you're going to be taking no Sean Tucker in the, in the top of the second round. I just it was a oh, homemade yeah, no, it was a homemade pro day. We'll, we'll man's see, about this, his money. I can respect it, but sometimes you got to invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, no, Kendra, Marvin Evans, no Marvin Mims. No Marvin Mims. Yeah. It's BS, yeah. Sycamore. It's BS. Yeah, we got to talk to <laughs> I'm we, can gonna, see, I'm gonna, we can see Michael Wilson and Parker And no Washington? Marvin Mims? And no Marvin Mims? Come on. Come on. What are, what are we, doing? we doing here? What are we doing here? What are Tyler we doing Tyler Scott here? again? Tyler Scott and no again? Marvin Mims? Come on. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right. This was a good... I think this would be an interesting one to do a rookie mock off of. Would you like to do that on uh, Wednesday, family? Yeah. Yeah, right. let's do that. I, and I think the bigger thing, Ray, and the reason why I like this mock so much is that it's so different from what we've seen, but I don't think it's really unrealistic either. Like, I think this is kind of a sobering exercise oh for everyone who oh has boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Brendan, why are you focusing on the film quality? Just joke. Just completely just missed them. It's early. Just need some Michelle Adora coffee. Should be focusing on the measurables and how good he looked doing the drills. Okay. All right. All right. Then he follows it up. Tucker is the most athletic running back in this class. He's not making it out of day two of the draft. We'll hold you to that, Brandon. We'll hold you to okay. that. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, got it. At there home? It is. I ran there a 4 3 at home there the other day, actually. Br Brennan, Brennan, let us know. All right. All right. I okay. think we're gonna do a uh I think we're gonna do a mock off of this one, Jay. What do you think? We're doing it? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, right, let's, do no let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's we'll do talk it. about that. Some news. Hopefully get some more interesting information out of the NFL world. Maybe some Lamar Jackson news, Ray. Yeah. Still waiting for that. Maybe confirm Aaron Rodgers to the Jets and that compensation package because that will shake things up within the draft potentially as well. So I'm yeah. excited, man. There's a lot of good things excited. going on in the NFL right now. And this mock was solid. So definitely shout out to Trevor for that because it was yep. some good information. Shout out to Trevor. Good stuff. And um, yeah, shout out to Trevor, PFF, all those good guys, man. We use the yep. metrics all the time. Doing great stuff. <laughs> The single horn. Kevin, I love how the people who tap in, they get the humor, man. Yeah, you get the single horn whenever it's just outrageous stuff like that. Just how how do you even say he's the most athletic back? And, like, where do you where does that even come from? Um, is this Bro, tape good? do you good? watch the film? 
Right. Did you not see him doing those drills? Well, I mean, you don't like, watch the film. You're up here talking about Jalen Carter's. You're talking about Jalen Carter, and you watched one highlight clip. DP is in the Twitter. building. DP, you ain't watched no. Know I know man. you didn't. Did it, did, you're was lying. It concerning. I need to know if it's concerning. That's all I need to know. JSN went to Seattle. JSN went to Seattle. All right. Uh, all right. Twenty overall, I think. Yep, 20th Somewhere. overall. All right, everybody Honestly, out there, we appreciate y'all tapping in. Before we get out of here, make sure Underdog Fantasy and Destination Debbie were doing the thing this fall. So if you go to Underdog and you're a first-time depositor, you drop 10 in to your account, you get access to our Discord for free for the year. We're talking strategy. We're doing Underdog Drafts every single day, literally. You see it on the thumbnail back there. We got tips to crush your Underdog. I can't move right over there. Good over there so make sure you hit the thumbs up button check out all the content that we're putting out with underdog and of course epson baby go big go epic go epson go to epson.com forward slash wake up to learn about this beautiful short throw projector upgrade your home viewing entertainment experience with epson and jay we got a lot of stuff on the destination devi podcast feed man destination dynasty we've got the overreaction podcast with chase and uh, cody We've got Off the Line with Gene and Ike, America's Game with Eric Vanek. We've got 40 Chess. We've got a new show yeah. coming, right? Analytics show. We've we got a data show. Yeah. What's next? Got a data guy. I mean, got a data nerd on DD now. <laughs> hey, DD. man, nerd. Come on. Yeah, man. Let's we love the nerds, respect. baby. We love the data. I don't want to hear about no damn film. Give me the numbers, baby. So that show should be dropping hopefully next week or sometime this week or. Jay week, runs think, that, yeah. yeah and, then, and, then, and then Scott's um, five leverage trades before the NFL draft. So definitely a, an important episode. Mr. Dynasty Leverage himself dropped this morning. Five leverage trade to make before the NFL draft. So definitely check that out from Scott. It was a great episode. I listened to it last night because I have that early access. Maybe send out a couple trades. So yep. be on the lookout for that. Check that out. Subscribe to Destination Every Radio because there's a lot of good stuff coming on the way. All right. Y'all have a great Monday. Make today great. Oh, we got one super chat. We got one super chat real quick, Jay. We got to do that before we go. David hit us up with one. Request for next week. Can we use an actual league for a two-round mock and what each roster should do with each pick? I think about that. I I, I think we can try. That's a good idea, but probably better for a post-pro show and not a live show. Probably would take a little prep and. Probably take a little. It's probably that. take a lot of time for that. Probably take a lot, of, but we'll figure it out. Thank you, David, for the super chat. Thank y'all for everybody being in the building. Make your Monday great. Make sure you wake y'all asses up on Wednesday for Ray, for Jay, for Destination Debbie. We out. We love y'all. See y'all on Wednesday. Peace. Before y'all close off of the video, I just want to say thank you for checking out the content on Destination Debbie. Really appreciate every single view that we get. And the only thing that I ask is that you hit the thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel. And if you can, comment below for the algorithm really helps the channel grow. Now, if you want more exclusive access to me and the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access. Now, if your money's a little funny, we do have free content for you. Make sure you subscribe to the All Gas newsletter. There's a link in the description of this video below. And subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast radio feed, where we got all types of shows hitting airwaves every single week. Now, I'm about to let y'all into my home right now so you can see my setup in my media room. You are watching this on my brand new Epson Epic Vision Ultra LS800 projector. Epson came into your boy's crib and hooked me up with this brand new projector in 120 inch Silverflex screen free of charge. And I'm telling you right now, 
This has completely changed the way that I watch movies, that I watch sports, that I game. If you want a setup like this that takes up absolutely no space at all, there's a link in the description below. Click that or visit Epson.com forward slash wake up to completely change the way that you watch sports. Go big, go epic, go Epson, baby. Now y'all can get out of here. I appreciate y'all tapping in. It's all gas all the time. I love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace. Peace.